Do you ever feel like you don't fit in? Do you ever feel like you're an outsider? Do you ever feel like you're made for a different environment? Or maybe it's this. Have you ever said that where you are is a toxic environment? Whether on your job, in your home, in relationships? Oh, well today I'm digging into the environments we live in, in our lives. And I've got some questions for you, some encouragement for you, and yep, some challenges for you moving forward. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you, like prayer cards, Bible journaling boot camp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. As I was talking about seasons last week, man, that episode had so much feedback. I feel you. Not only have we gone through season change outside, but many of us in our lives are going through it or hope the season's about to change really soon. And I just love that the Lord was teaching me so much out on my daily walks through the trees as they're changing in seasons. And I'm telling you, God speaks and he is creative. So start looking for him. Start spending time with him in his environment and see what you learn. See what comes up. See what the Holy Spirit drops right for you to dig into. Well, today I actually want to jump into where I've also been chatting with the Lord about and how he's been working in my life. See, the thing is, there's always work. (laughs) There's always growth. There's always something new and fresh. And and then I'll dig in and I'll focus on and I'll pray through and I'll study through and I'll talk through and I'll hike through (laughs) this subject. I didn't realize how it was for me in this way. I knew I was going through it. But when it got so clear with these points I'm sharing today, oh, I feel it now. Like I see it now. I recognize now what God has been shifting and doing in me or challenging in me for quite some time. So today, let's talk about environment. Like, let's talk about your environment or maybe environments. <laughs> let's talk about the environments you're in and how they're going. There are some areas of my life that in the past couple of months, I purposely changed my environment. I purposely shifted my environment. And now with some clear hindsight, isn't that just how it goes sometimes, right? I can actually now recognize God And not that he changed my environments, but that his hand was in the shifts that I made. So before I get into these questions to ask yourself, here's what's coming up for me. And I just spoke those words about recognizing God and not that he's changed my environments, but that his hand was in the shifts that I made. There's actually a scripture that changed the trajectory of my life in 2009. A scripture a lot of us know and hear all the time and maybe even try to manipulate and use to our advantage. That's just the real truth. So ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. But here it is. It's Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. 
Gosh, we so often focus on the and he will give you everything you need part. And we've got needs mixed up with wants. Oh, geez, maybe that's a whole nother episode. But the truth I'm trying to get out is that this verse, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will. I have responsibility here and my responsibility is to seek him first. You may have this memorized in the King James Version, right? The good old, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Those are the words I heard in my spirit in 2009. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. So as I continue to seek him first, I begin to recognize him more, hear him more clearly. As I seek him first, I desire to spend time with him, to grow, to experience him, to share him, to represent him. It's just the way things work. When you're truly seeking something or someone, as in any relationship, when you put them first, truly put them first, you're thinking about them. You're listening when they speak. You're seeing things they would like. You're hearing things they would dislike. Your hearts start to become so similar. That is what a real relationship with God looks like. Okay, y'all always get me off on some small tangent, I swear. Every episode, well, environments. I'm here to talk about environments. An environment is the surrounding or conditions in which a person, animal, or plant lives and operates. So where you live and operate, that's your environment. And sometimes you're in the wrong environment. And sometimes you grow and the environment you're in needs to change. Let's talk about it because as I sat down the other day, it came so clearly, so quickly that I just have four simple questions to ask you and for you to ask yourself about your current environment to help you see if it's the best fit for you or if you need to shift, to change, to move. So question number one, can you breathe? Can you breathe? Do you have room to breathe? Are you concerned about breathing? Breath is necessary for life, for growth, for living in your environment. The simple and easy example is to think of us humans and what happens when we're in water. Water is not the environment that we are created to live in, right? Now, we can survive in there for a while. We can even use contraptions and inventions to stay in that environment even longer, right? But at some point, that air will run out. At some point, you have to realize that's not the environment you were created to live in. Now, look at your own environment. Knowing that you can probably categorize and separate some environments in your own life, like your work environment, your coworkers and all, your friendship environment, your social media environment, your home environment, your family get-together environment. Lord knows sometimes that one is like the underwater experience, right? Like, you know you've got like four to six hours in the tank, and after all of that, you gotta get out of there. But truly... I need you to think about it. Can you breathe? And if you can't breathe comfortably and consistently, that cannot be your main living environment. It just can't. You will die. And you may have actually experienced this before. Like most often it starts with you like start to die within. You start to shrink back. You start to feel overwhelmed or insecure or you start to become silent and quiet. You isolate yourself to even hit the points of anxiety and panic and eventually you just shut down. The bottom line you can't breathe. It's time to clean out the clutter. You know when you get to that point in the junk drawer or the storage room or your child's closet and you just finally come in there with a trash bag and a donation bin and enough is enough? Well, it's time to do that for you. It's time to reset your environment. Truly, this may be physical. You may be living in a physical clutter in one or more areas of your life and you're starting to feel claustrophobic. The walls are closing in. It's time to clear out so that you can breathe. 
And if this is you, and if you're about to do this and hit all the closets in the house, can I recommend something to you? Find a local charity, a local home, a local ministry who could truly benefit from what you have. So when I was living in Arizona, I volunteered at the House of Refuge Sunny Slope every Tuesday and Thursday. Shout out House of Refuge ladies who still listen to this podcast. I would help teach Bible studies. I would teach fitness classes. I would hang out and listen and speak and spend time with these women in this transitional point of their lives. It was amazing. And as my heart for their ministry grew, Man, my closet got cleared out regularly. One of the moms there who I loved so much, her 12-year-old daughter at the time had size 11 women's feet. And it was so hard for them to find shoes for her. Um, immediately in my mind, I was like, yes, I got this. The next week I came back with eight pair of shoes, eight pair of shoes I had that had barely been worn that were taking up space on my shoe rack, eight pair of shoes that had become clutter for me, overwhelmed for me. And once I saw a need, not just a drive up and drop off zone. Oh, it was on when it came to cleaning out my clutter. Not junk, just clutter. Junk went to the trash. House of Refuge got the good stuff. Okay, all that to say, the first check I'm encouraging you to do when it comes to your environment is to ask yourself, can I breathe? And if you can't, something's gotta change. Oh, I can't move on yet because what if you can't change the environment? Like, what if you have to go to that job and deal with those people? What if you have to sit in that class with that professor? What if you have to live there right now? What if you can't get out of that environment? Then you've got to fully equip yourself to be in that environment for the time that you have to be in it. Same example. If I'm going to go scuba diving into an environment that I normally can't breathe in, I am putting on a mask and a tank and fins and I am in one way or another watching the clock knowing there's a time that I will get out. Do you know how many days I pulled up to one of my old jobs and sat in the car praying before I went in, fully pumping myself up, had a real honest talk with myself and said out loud every single morning, I work for the Lord, not for the one who signs my paycheck. I work for the Lord, not for the one who signs my paycheck. I knew I didn't belong in that environment forever. I knew I didn't even want to necessarily be in that environment. But in that season, that's where the Lord had me and I couldn't get out legally, like as an immigrant and with work visas and everything. I couldn't get out. That was my environment every day, every day for a set number of hours. And then I was out. So in order to go into that environment every day, I had to prepare. I don't want to go like super deep into this, but if you're not putting on the full armor of God, how the heck do you think you'll be able to stand, let alone breathe in that environment? Ephesians chapter six, starting in verse 10, Paul wasn't playing when he wrote these instructions to the church at Ephesus. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God. God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. If you can't breathe in your environment, it's not the one for you. If you need to be in it for a limited time during the day or during the season, prepare yourself to be in it. Okay, now I really got to fly through these. Second question, can you grow? 
Can you grow in the environment or environments you're in, in your job, in your friend circle, in your relationships, in your home life? Can you grow in that environment? As I go on these walks here in Canada that I share with you and that I'm learning all so much through these trees, you know what I don't see? I don't see palm trees and I don't see cacti. Why? Because this is not their environment. They can't grow here. Now, you can spend a lot of money to try to bring those plants here and spend a lot of money to try to keep them alive here. But the real truth is this is not their environment and they can't grow here. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you're in the wrong circle. In the past year or so, my environment when it comes to relationships has really shifted. And it's shifted because, well, here's the real truth. As I'm seeking the Lord, as I'm totally seeking him and his plan for me, there are some relationships, some friendships, some acquaintances that that I just can't grow with or even grow around. And what's also great is that a lot of those relationships just kind of like fizzled out. Like, I don't know if I've had to say to anyone, hey, you know what? I can't grow when I'm around you or you're not helping me with my growth, so I'm out. They've just naturally kind of fizzled out as I've moved to environments that I can grow in, that I'm excited to grow, that I'm experiencing growth. Sometimes I feel like we can take this idea of loyalty way too far. If you can't grow, it's time to go. Okay, but you might want to ask, what if I'm the one pouring into the other person or pouring into that group? I'm the one helping them to grow. Great. That's one of your environments and I'll get there in a minute. But where are you going when you need that growth? Where can you grow? I've got business mentors and spiritual mentors that are not the same as many, if any, of my colleagues. I've made the decisions to get into an environment where I can grow. Not where we all can grow, but where I can grow. Gosh, I hope you're understanding this. Check your environment. Can you grow? Does your home in its current state make you want to grow, to study, to steward all God has given you, to deepen your relationship with him, to get better, to grow? If not, something's got to change. And I'm hitting this next week more, but that change might not be a physical environment. Look, this episode today is to challenge you, to get you thinking, to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself and examine yourself in terms of your environments. Can you breathe and can you grow? And if the answer is no to either of those, you've got to figure out a way to do it. You know that on Amazon, you can buy these like special lights to help plants grow indoors, right? Like to help them grow in an environment that they're not designed for. Often just until they're strong enough and grown enough to hit the environment outside. Well, if that didn't speak to you and it was just for me, I'll take it. If you can't change your environment, get yourself one of those lamps to help you grow right where you are. If you feel like you can't grow in your job right now, you better sign up for some online classes, even the free ones, to develop yourself and grow. Preparing for whatever promotion God has next for you, either up in that company or somewhere else. If you feel like you're so unmotivated in your own home environment, you better get a book, a blanket, a mug. Start growing right where you are. Shoot, get on YouTube and even Instagram now and get creative with your hands. Create something. Grow right where you are. Growth can actually come from unnatural sources, right? Like that light from Amazon. It makes that tree think it's in the tropics or at least in summer so that it can grow in the current environment. If you're struggling to understand the Bible, get a devotional, join a Bible study group, listen to a podcast, message a friend and ask a question, message me anytime. Basically what I'm saying today, y'all, is 
I want you to check your environment. I want you to ask yourself these questions and I want you to find solutions to them. The solution might be to leave the environment or the solution might be to find a way to walk in your identity in Christ during the times that you are temporarily in that environment. Okay, third, can you serve? I might need to shift this question a little bit to this. Do you want to serve? Y'all, if you don't want to serve in the environment you're in, then something's got to change. Because, well, check out Matthew chapter 10. Jesus is teaching the disciples and says this, Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Can you serve? And do you want to serve? Again, this may be a heart check on your part more than it is an environment check. Because the real truth is that we are called to serve. Jesus modeled it for us. He made it clear for us. It's the heart of God. As believers, we are called to serve. Now remember, this is a check for you. So again, if you feel like you can't serve or don't want to serve, one of two things need to happen. You need to change your environment or you need to figure out a way to serve in the current environment. When I sat in my car before going into work every day and said, Lord, I work for you, not for the person who signs my paycheck. That was me making a decision and finding a way to serve because serving has a lot to do with stewardship. The Lord had given me that job. Actually, it was a job I had prayed for and I had cried for and I had begged for quite literally. I knew I was there for a reason and that reason was not always warm and fuzzy for me, but I had a heart to serve. I cultivated a heart to serve so I set myself up daily. I reminded myself daily. Do you know what I had written on the board above the desk in that office? It was this. It was Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. That was the scripture I had written right above my desk. It wasn't the Lord will fight my battles. It wasn't vengeance is the Lord's. I look back now and I'm sometimes like, wow, God, you taught me so much in that environment, so much about you, your heart, and what it takes to truly walk upright with that kind of heart. Oh, and with that scripture, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. Yeah, I don't get to be the judge of who deserves it and who doesn't. Oh, (laughs) I'll share with you another scenario. There's an episode of this podcast like way back, episode 10, two years ago, titled, I Decided to Find a New Church. I even shared in that episode the things that I look for in a church, and one is an opportunity to serve. The environment I was in at the time, it didn't have opportunities to serve. Truly, it was a really small church, and, and it just, well, it just became really clear when it was time for me to change my environment. And one of the reasons was I felt like I couldn't serve there. I had served there for a while. I had served in every way I figured out how to, but my heart to serve needed more. So I changed my environment. My challenge to you is to stop doing the bare minimum. Oh, maybe actually that's what we all need to hear. Stop doing the bare minimum. Check your environment. Are you doing the bare minimum? Are you showing up for your nine to five job and putting on the oxygen tank just to be able to stand for your nine to five? And then when they actually ask you to volunteer to come help build a community playground, which is technically has nothing to do with your job besides the fact that they're paying for it, you can't serve. When a coworker comes to you with an issue and needs advice you can't give any, when someone asks for help on the job, a strategy, asks how you've done it, what's worked for you, looking for some guidance, you're not willing to help because you're not paid for that, check yourself. Are you doing the bare minimum? Check your environment and check yourself. 
before you wreck yourself. <laughs> okay, so I'm challenging you today to check your environment. Some environments in your life, it's time for you to get out of them. And others, you may want it to be time to get out of them, but it's just not. And while it's not, God has given us instructions and ways to temporarily live in that uncomfortable environment. Um, hello? Do you know what Jesus said in John chapter 17? Have you ever heard that as believers we are in this world but not of this world? Here's what Jesus said. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. As believers, we are in this environment temporarily, before we go to be with our Lord for all of eternity. And while we're here in this environment, He has given us some gear so that we can stand. So put it on. Okay, one final question, one quick one. Can you see God? Maybe this should have been the first question. Can you see God? And at the same time, sometimes I think we need to go through the other questions first because oftentimes in our environments, especially if they're like a little challenging, it's hard for us to see God. Have you been in a situation or an environment before where you couldn't see God? I'm sure you have. I know I have. Yet the truth was and is that he was there. If you're in an environment and you can't see God or you're struggling to see God, ask for help. Ask him to help you. God, I can't see you. Please help me see you here. Ask a trusted friend, hey, I feel like I'm in this place and I'm having a hard time seeing God. What do you think? I've had conversations with others and have been able to help them see God right there in their environments. Literally just this past week, I met with a woman and this had to do with actually her physical environment, the desire for a new home, the current home having some issues. Yet after a bit of digging in and listening for the Holy Spirit, it came down to stewardship. Can you actually see God right where you are? Can you see him providing? Can you see the joy? Can you see what this home is for your family and for your children? And then I encouraged her to anoint the home, the doors, the windows, but this time with thanksgiving, this time with praise, this time recognizing God right there in that environment. And when she messaged me back and said that there has been a shift, whoo, I'm over here praising him by myself. See, God was there all along. He always is. He's present everywhere. Sometimes we just need to recognize him and see him. And this right here comes back to seeking him first. Seeking him first. Seek. Look for. Look for God in your environments. And if he's truly not there, that ain't it. Get out. Y'all, I know this can feel tough, and I know at times you can feel stuck right where you are. And often that feeling of stuck is just that, a feeling. I actually have part two of this episode. Next week, I'm sharing how to change your environment. So if you thought I covered that here, oh no, you ain't heard nothing yet. This week, I'm encouraging you and I'm challenging you to check your environment. Check all of them. Do you need to make some shifts in your life? You know what? I bet you do. Because even just going through all this right now, I know I need to make some more shifts. Seek God first above all else and then ask yourself, can I breathe here? Can I grow here? Can I serve here? And can I see God here? And whether the answer to those questions is yes or no, you've got work to do. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. 
If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.